Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Amen. Pure imagination. Come with me. Hallelujah. Come on, we can do better than that. Let's thank our beautiful team for really the most spectacular and gorgeous and yummy beautiful Ash as we help her down. This sexy bare feet, hallelujah. Our orchestra, our rabbit, our moon. Would anyone like to go in the moon? <laughs> amen. Amen, amen, amen. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Father God, I love you, Lord Jesus. So, Lord, we have crafted just a few moments together this afternoon, just a few moments. And Father, I just pray that you'll have your divine way. And so, Lord, we've gathered, we're in the room, we're received of you. Father God, I pray that you'll continue to stir our hearts and stir our lives and stir our thinking in your precious name. Holy Spirit, this is your space. Holy Spirit, this is your space. We've made room for you. This is your space, dear Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. So just really, I just want to share, share a couple of thoughts, just a couple of thoughts. And you have something in your hand, okay? I'm going to speak to that in one second. But I really honestly believe that um, the ability to dream, listen to me, girls. I need you to listen. The ability to dream, the power to dream, and the gift to dream, the gift to dream um, is part of the mystery of God to us. It is part of the beautiful mystery of God in our lives. And Scripture is very clear. Scripture is very clear that um, imagination, visions, and dreams are part of the landscape that God has for us. You know, often in Scripture, we are exhorted to actually lift our eyes and endeavor to see what God sees, to lift our imagination to see what He sees. So consider some of the ancients of old. Consider Abraham, for example. Abraham, quite literally, he was compelled to go outside of his tent and to look into the heavens, to look to the stars and try to imagine and grasp what God was bestowing upon him. For him to lift his eyes and grasp, imagine again what God was bestowing, what God was entrusting, that quite literally through him to his generation and to all the families of the earth would be blessing that would come upon them if they understood what God saw. We consider Mary. Mary, she was visited by an angel who literally said to her, do not fear Mary, but you need to grasp and understand what has been entrusted to you. Can your eyes see what is happening? You are about to birth and carry and birth the living Son of God who is gonna bring salvation to humankind. Can you, Mary, can you grasp in your spirit, can you imagine what God is saying to you? You know, um, the Apostle Paul, ancient times, Times. You know, he had an encounter on the road to Damascus, correct? 
He was arrested, a God encounter, an intervention where the Lord literally appeared to him. And for a moment, his natural sight was removed in order for him to see with his spiritual eyes. God actually blinded him for a season, took away his natural sight to still his heart and cause his spiritual eyes to open so he could actually again imagine and grasp what God was giving to him. Remarkable. And so this year, our little gift to you, hopefully some of you have opened it, our gift to you is this beautiful sleep mask, all right? Just a little sleep mask, amen? I'm always giving you things for your head. Have you noticed that? <laughs> I know, it's a special gift I have. Anyway, but it's a, it's a gift mask. Um, it's, a, it's a sleep mask. Simply as a reminder, as a reminder, hallelujah, I'm going to open it here. Simply as a reminder, you know, to be still. To take time to be still. To take time to be still in our lives and know that the Lord is who He is. It's a reminder to take time, I guess, in the hustle and bustle of life to actually listen for His footsteps, to listen for His affirmation, if I may say that, to listen for His direction. So, you know, on the front of this, I've got three of them in here, hallelujah. Hang on. I can do this. So just look at the lid for a moment. Um... It says, gather, be still, and mobilize. So if you've been around for any length of time, you'll know that this is our language. This is our core reality language. Our language is gather, equip, and mobilize. And it still is. But you know, eight or 10 months ago, the Lord put this whole thing in my spirit. Had no idea actually that Anne would come and speak to us this morning about stillness. And for that matter, neither did she, actually, because she didn't really know that she was speaking twice at conference. She thought she was speaking once times two conferences. And then as she left, her assistant said, oh, no, Anne, you're speaking twice. And she had a marginal meltdown. (laughs) I'll share your story for you, darling, because we're girlfriends here. She had a marginal meltdown. She literally wrote that message this morning about finding stillness on the plane. Amen. She didn't know what I was doing, and I didn't know until this time last week downtown that she was going to speak that message this morning. So I feel that this is the Spirit of God speaking to us. And so on the front, it says, gather, be still, and mobilize. And I believe the Spirit of God would have us be still at this time to learn the art of stillness so that we can actually hear His words. When you open it up on the inside, It says, can you see it on the lid? It says, be still and know. Be still and know that the desires of your heart are heard. Be still and know that your steps are directed by the Lord. Be still and know that you again were born for such a time as this. Be still and know that He is God. Wrote that for you months ago. And then it says, it's a passage of Scripture that some of you may be familiar with. It says, I slept, but my heart was awake. From the Song of Songs, I slept, but my heart was awake. Do you know personally? Um, do you know most of my inspiration, most of my, um, I guess, if I could say this without sounding, you know, 
vainglorious, um, most of my profound moments have literally come, most of my affirmation, direction has come after I have slept, after I have paused and taken rest, after I have literally stilled my heart. You know, it was, um, you know, if I think of some of the revelations in my own life, if I can just share it as an example, you know, um, for me personally, the revelation of the house of God, you know, 20 years ago, I wrote a book called Heaven is in This House. So 20 something years ago, it was in the stillness of worship on a Sunday morning, the stillness of worship on a Sunday morning, hallelujah, in worship that I actually felt the Spirit of God speak to me about the church, the church, capital C, the church, the, the body of Christ on the earth. I felt him say, many of you will be familiar with these words, but I felt him say, Bobby, when I look at my beautiful church, I call them three things. I call them family, body, and house. And then he continued to speak in the stillness. And he said, when I call them a family, it is about unconditional love and acceptance. When I call them a body, it is about effective function. And when I call them a house, it is about literally changing the world. And then I found him saying, now teach it, understand it, write about it. And so out of that 20 years ago, that's what I wrote that book, Heaven is in This House, that for many, many would attest around the world that it changed their perspective of how they saw the church of Jesus Christ. So where did that come from? It came from stillness. Stillness and worship. You know, um, again, the daughter of a king message for me personally, it dropped in a similar place. Again, a quiet moment of worship and reflection. It was literally the Sunday morning after I think our first ever color conference where we just cut our teeth and had a go. And I felt like God was saying, you know what? You've, you've obeyed, now I'm gonna drop into your spirit what this is really about. And again, in that stillness of worship, Literally, I saw a glimpse, my imagination came alive. I saw a glimpse of women of all ages in life, demographic, with crowns and tiaras on their head. And it wasn't about the crowns or the tiaras, it was about, again, you know, our positioning in Christ that we are daughters of the Most High God. If I reflect and think about some of the times in my life, honestly, um, for our church, one house, many rooms, you see it echoed in, you know, the way we talk to our own Hillsong Church. That came and that was like a dawn whisper. That was after I had slept, but my heart was awake. I had taken rest. And as I awakened in the morning, we had just planted our New York church, our New York room. We had gone over there, celebrated, planted the church. And um, to be honest, I was a little... Um, you know, um, grieved of heart because I felt like I was losing a son, a natural son to a faraway land. But I was also losing, I felt like we were losing a spiritual son from the house. And you know, I went to sleep and when I woke up in that stillness, okay, I slept, but my heart was awake. When I woke up, I immediately felt God say to me, you haven't lost a son. You've just, you've just added another room. You haven't lost a son, you've just added another room. And so that revelation came out of that one house, many rooms, which actually, can I say, has been um, inspiring to our church because it allows them to be a pioneering, plantless, um, not plantless, planting, selfless church. You know what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? Um, okay, I don't know if I have good sermons or not, but I feel like I, my best sermon thoughts come after I've taken rest in the stillness. Um, you know, who will take care of my babies? Do you remember that, girls, from way back in the landscape? 
I feel like this conference, for some reason, we are just revisiting the foundations. I don't know what God is going to do. He's maybe going to do a new move. I don't know. But I mean, I've done, I've done this intentionally by the Spirit of God, but just remembering even that phrase. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know that I, that phrase I heard from someone else. I don't know if it resonated in my spirit from someone else. I don't actually believe that it was. Do you know where it was? It was in a moment in my study in my home, it was midnight, it was dark, it was at my computer. We were trying to think, I was trying to think, how can we attend to the orphan? How can we attend to women who are dying of HIV um, AIDS? How can we attend to it? And it's, it's like I felt in the stillness of that moment, I, f- I heard, it's like I heard a conversation from heaven. I felt like I heard a woman crossing the line, m- moving into eternity, having succumbed to the disease, crossing the line. And the first thing she said to the father, the first thing she said to God was, who will take care of my babies? And out of that came such a massive response of care from women and sisterhood around the world. So many things. There are so many moments. The cleavage offering, if anyone remembers the cleavage offering. In the stadium, the Acer Arena down there. And that was a God moment of stillness in a massive arena of women talked about obedience yesterday, how important obedience is, but that was like a moment of obedience and yet stillness. And then what God orchestrated was a moment, you have to ask a girlfriend about the cleavage offering, but basically out of that came an incredible amount of mobilization. So that's what I'm saying. We can gather, God wants us to gather. And this year He wants us to be still more than ever, to get a revelation of stillness so that we can actually mobilize further. So you see a lot of things, I could go on and on, but a lot of things again can happen when we make room. And to be honest, I can't force a moment right now. I can't force us or force you to hear his footsteps. Brooke has a beautiful song. There's a beautiful song like where you hear his footsteps into the room. I can't force us to hear his footsteps. I can't force us to um, hear affirmation. I can't force direction, but we can create a moment where we still our hearts just for a few moments and we allow the Spirit of God to do what He needs to do. And so Brooke is behind me or she's coming. Where is she? She's on the moon. She's going to come down on the moon. (laughs) Hallelujah. You playing from over here? No. Fabulous. (laughs) Set change. Hallelujah. Can we just give it up for these guys? Hallelujah. Love it. Takes a village to create a still moment, amen, beautiful. But um, Brooke, just for a few moments, it's not gonna be forced, we're just gonna create a moment and um, she is gonna lead us just, like I said, for a few moments and we're gonna invite His presence to come. We're gonna choose to be still in Jesus' name, to listen, to worship, to lean back to open our ears. And, um, and then we're gonna see what God does. And um, like I keep saying, I, I can't make this happen and I don't wanna make it happen, but I wanna give room for God to move, for, for you to hear a God whisper if need be, for you to receive affirmation in your life, for you to perhaps receive further direction. 
And here's the deal, if you do, awesome, be wise with it. Just hold it and be wise with it. If you hear nothing, if you receive nothing, no condemnation, we're, we're, that's, it's fine. Just be still and let your heart go heavenward. And so you know what? In these moments, as she leaves, and then I'm gonna come back and just do two other tiny little things with us. But as um, Brookie leads us, and I know the Spirit of God is here actually. He's so here. Um, you can sit, you can stand, um, you can open your eyes, you can close your eyes if you want to. You can put that thing on your head, over your eyes or not. Hallelujah. It's unforced. And all I ask is that everyone be sensitive right now and minimal movement if we can help it. And let's not be weird. <laughs> Gather, be still, do not be weird. Mobilize. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's just let the Lord do what He needs to do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Part of the miracle of those last 12 minutes or so was that there would be this many thousand women in a room quiet. <laughs> Same last week. Down downtown, I was like, wow. I don't know what that must look like from heaven's perspective, but I'm sure it's powerful. And um, yeah, is it not revelation that says there'll be a moment in heaven when all of creation, all of humanity, past, present, what lies in the future will actually be silent. Who knows what that silence will mean, but I sometimes wonder if it won't be a moment of reflection and um, solitude actually for the multitudes who um, never allow their hearts to lean in. But I'm not really up here to talk about that. And I just find it interesting that um, this clock here, praise the Lord, um, interesting, I just find it interesting right now. I just looked at it and I'm like, wow, it's in the, um, it's pretty much in the last hour. You know, who knows what the days that we're entering in are in the um, timetable of God, but Perhaps that's also interesting. Unless it's, of course, it's quarter past 11 in the morning. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know if the Lord spoke to you um, in that time. It doesn't matter. I said it before. If he, if he spoke to you, brilliant. Be wise with it. It takes wisdom to, to hear the whispers of God. It takes wisdom to hear the voice of God. It takes wisdom to know what to do with those words to mull them and to ponder them and to meditate them and to give them time. One of the most foolish things that we can do is just rush ahead, you know, it's, it's not wise. And then I, I just hope that in the stillness, you just remembered who He is and um, remembered um, who you are. Um, last week, I felt nothing necessarily in the moment. I was like, Lord, my ears are open, but you know, I'm okay, Lord. You've given me enough to do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Why do I always make jokes? I just make jokes of really awesome moments. But anyway, yeah. So sitting down there, um, I'm like, wow. Is that you, Lord, talking to me? Are you saying something here? Should I say it? And, um, <laughs> okay. Yes. No, I was talking to myself then. No. Uh, <laughs> And I'm thinking, wow, I felt, I felt maybe the Lord was saying, you know, I'm, I'm actually teaching my church some new disciplines right now. 
I'm teaching my body some new disciplines, fresh new disciplines, ancient, timeless, but new. Disciplines like to not fear, disciplines like to be still and know, um, disciplines to listen for the wind words blowing through the churches, which was that on opening night or yesterday morning? I can't remember, but I felt compelled to remind us from Revelation where it says, listen to the wind words blowing through the churches. Well, if that is true, then we need to listen for the wind words. We need to listen for the wind words as um, leaders, as pastors, as people entrusted to lead the body of Christ, the church. We need to listen as everyday people in our everyday lives, for our families, for our neighbours, for the strangers that we come in contact with. We have the wind words, the, the heart words from God Almighty. So I don't know, I just felt that there. God is teaching us some new disciplines and perhaps from this conference, you are gonna walk away and you need to pay attention, we need to pay attention to some new disciplines in our lives because we need to stand strong in the days that are ahead. I've been saying that for years, but it's true. We need to stand strong for the days that are ahead. And who knows if this current little situation happening, it's not little, but the situation happening around the world is not to awaken the human heart to awaken the body of Christ that we're either on the page or we're not on the page. We're either in the Word or we're not in the Word. We're either people of His Spirit or we're not. So wake up, body of Christ. Hallelujah. And I think it is awakening the world. It's awakening the world to um, their need for more. And we pray for revival. We pray for revival. We've been singing revival, bring a rain down revival, Lord, bring revival. But I think, I may be wrong, but I think most revivals come when people are on their knees. And that's not to prophesy doom and gloom and God is not the author of pain, nor tragedy, nor mayhem, but it's when we're on our knees and desperate that we tend to look up. And when people are on their knees, they tend to either lean into God or lean away. And so, you know, these are the days that we're in. So take whatever stillness, whatever, whatever the Lord is doing in your heart, pay attention to it, especially this year, and let it be a fruit in Jesus' Name, amen? Do you believe that? Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.